And we are live. That's live for us anyways. And you're locked in to the Kansas City Social Hour. And I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz. Let's get it on. I've been through so much pain that it's hard to maintain. And smile on my face, cause it's madness on my brain. So I gotta make it back, but my home ain't on the map. Gotta follow what I'm feeling to discover where it's at. I need the Forever, just to be sure these last days are better And defy their enemies To give me the strength to look the devil in the face And make it home safe Now tell me how did all my dreams turn to nightmares How did I lose it when I was right there Now I'm so far that it feels like it's all gone to pieces Tell me why the world never fights fair I'm trying to find A place where I can go To take the soft what up, Kansas City? It's your boy, Ruben Ortiz, and this is the BKS Ballast Point episode. They're doing a collaboration brew. Woody Bonds is on this episode. Aaron Robeson is on this episode. Ryan Cannon. Aaron Justice, who's the director of brewing at Ballast Point, is on this episode, and he's the one that we interview on here. And I want to give a special shout-out to Charlie Coburn, the rep from Ballast Point here in Kansas City for making all this possible. Right on, I really appreciate it, man. And we grow organically. We primarily advertise the podcast on Facebook. Facebook's a huge fucking pain in the ass because they want you to pay for access to all the different people. They don't promote shit. It's very tough to grow stuff organically unless you're paying them. Thus far, we have not paid for ads, so the only way we can grow is to have you guys support the podcast, tell your friends, repost, and let them know that way. Otherwise, we won't even show up on your feed, man. And uh, I uh, try my best to post it up to various groups who are supportive of us, but for the most part, man, it happens through you guys because Facebook is a motherfucker. Of course, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes if you have an iPhone or Google Play if you have an android phone we're on both those platforms check us out spread the word and we'll just keep it moving like that um i just got back from new mexico i went and visited with some uh buddies of mine from college we had a really good friend pass away and a lot of times you just fall out of touch with people and you know you get that shocking call or message that lets you know that somebody passed away and it's so weird I don't mean to talk about death so much on this podcast man I really don't it's it is a central theme um in my life given you know circumstances where you know I had been shot and I nearly passed away and I've had a lot of friends uh, early on in my life pass away and you know now that I'm getting older uh, these things they become more frequent as people pass and this time that you have becomes more valuable. And uh, we had such a great time. I had such a good time visiting Nuevo Mexico. Shouts out to the brothers of Omega Delta Phi. Just amazing, a brotherhood of good guys, good people. And, you know, I just, you know, touch base with those guys felt really good, man. And so rest in peace to my man Lobo. We love you, man. And it was sad we had to see uh, Barry, our brother, 
But man, it was good to see those guys. And after the rosary and the comida, and we all got together that night, and just hilarious. Those are some funny ass motherfuckers, man. Dudes are off the charts. Omad, what's up? Billy Kobos, what's up? My man Macho, what's up? Damo, what's up? Omad, Fredo, all my dogs, Bobby Sellers, man, appreciate it, brother. Diego, all the brothers, man. I can't name all you motherfuckers, but had such a good time, bro. I love you guys. Catch you on the flip side. Let's get into the podcast. One vibe! One vibe! Two pounds, two pounds! Two high, two high! Two pounds, two pounds! Two high, two high! Oh! DB! Oh! DB! Oh! DB! Yep. This is actually the first time that uh, everybody's had a mic like at, at the table because I, I usually have two mics and we're sharing it. Oh, I wouldn't mind sharing with Woody. I would. So now, right now, I have who who I got right here. Uh, Say your name, Woody bro. Bonds. Yeah. Woody Bonds. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? I caught him off guard, bro. You yeah, looked yeah, at I me. I was like, like, wait a minute. I'm like, I could say your name, but I kind of wanted you to say it, bro. I'm like, what in the hell is my name? Where, and where am I? Yeah. It's a little early for that, bro. Right, right. I better, I better take several seats and slow down. That's right. And uh, I'm Aaron, Central States. What's that now? I'm Aaron, Central States. Yeah, yeah Aaron, and Aaron was with with me last night with Nate from. Oh, that's right. We I was there. Yeah, yeah from yeah. Dallas Point. So this is he two days in a row for me either. and Aaron right now, man. And then I got my my boy I'm Ryan over here, Cannon. Ryan, Ryan Cannon. Cannon in the house. I'm with uh, nobody, and I'm probably not gonna be doing much talking. <laughs> but I'm here, y'all. So uh, we we just got here. We're at BKS. It's all. I, we've been here. I've been here for like thirty minutes now. I've had uh, two of the beers. What are you guys' first impressions? That you've already had the beers before, right, Woody? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I haven't had this one. This was the uh, Holstein uh, Milk Stout. Legit. Actually, everything I've had from them is just legit, man. It's solid. Yeah, it's and solid. Legit. You recently did a podcast with uh, um, with Brian, right? Yep, Brian and Mary. Yes, Brian's the what's his name? Uh, Brian. Oh yeah, Mary, yeah, and Mary. Yeah. So he's he's a uh, the head brewer, he's the, the owner of BKS, right? Is that him, right? Yeah, him and his wife. Him yes. and his wife are the owners. Yeah. And uh, so you just did, did you guys get to drink some of the beers during the podcast? I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We got a, we got a chance to drink the, uh, the uh, what is it, the Rock Hill and Locust and uh, the uh, Counterculture, um, all the Vacation Islands. I mean, when I tell you everything is legit, I'm. I was blown away. I, I was surprised when I said, I mean, I knew they were good. You know, there's a big hype around, around them. You know, I knew they were good. There is a lot of, yeah, for but sure. But when you sit down and you get a beer from them, the, the hype is for real. They're, they're for real. And that podcast is uh, Boards and Bottles, right? Yes, Boards and Bottles. Boards and Bottles Jeff, podcast. Those guys just started Hedman. doing their thing and Woody's co-hosting on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff, no, he kind of caught me off guard. You know, he was like, <laughs> I need you to be on, I need you to be on the show. I was like, okay. And I get there, and he's like, everybody meet my new co-host. I was like, well, That's okay, tight, it is man. what it is, you know. We're, we're talking about doing a collaboration. Like, they're doing a collabora- collaboration brew tonight. We'll be doing a collaboration podcast with you guys hey, for sure, man. I'm excited for that. Y'all fun, look man. out for that. Look yeah. out for that. It's going to be fun. I mean, when you get me, when you get Reuben, Corey, yeah. and, and even Je- throw Jeff in the mix, it's going to be some ignorance. So yeah. just be ready, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's awesome, man. You guys uh, going to talk sports? Oh, talk sports? Hey, talk some sports? Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm for down. sure, man. Yeah, I'm down to, you know what? 
a lot of our podcasts just deteriorate into the music, sports, popular culture. I mean, yeah. it's just a bunch of guys drinking, which, you know, that's what typically happens, you know, a lot of times is you just start talking about random shit, right, you know what right. I mean? Right, yep, yep. Now, I'm not... I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't want everybody to get mad at me. You know, Ryan over there puffing up on me, puffing up. I, I I'm, I'm just saying. that MU hat on. Uh, that, <laughs> oh, because oh, hey, you got hey, an MU hat. No, not the MU hat. I was just going to say. Uh, oh, Cowboys. That, 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 yeah, that football oh, game, yeah. the football game, uh, y'all. I'm no, just saying. Now, that's interesting that you bring that up because now it's like the, the naysayers of the Chiefs are like have had this whole time to. They're like they were kind of waiting for that cowboy moment to happen. There's a legitimate reason to worry now about the Chiefs team, but it wasn't before that cowboy game. I don't think so. So you, if you spent your time still, pissed off about the Chiefs yeah, up until that point, that's some loser shit. But you know that last game. That was, I mean, now, I'm not a Chiefs. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I, I, I will say this though. You know the Chiefs are for real. I mean, you know, I mean when you go on the road and you play a really good team, sometimes you lose. You know, it, but for it's sure just, that I, I think. I think because the Chiefs haven't won the Super Bowl in a long time. I think the mentality. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the mentality is just different in this city, and, and because it's like a, it's like a. I feel like Chiefs fans are waiting for it to fall off. And yeah. It's one of those so so as soon as this Cowboy game, it's like, see, I told you. See, I told you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you you can't wait for them to lose before you bring up the right. Point. Like, what happened to all the winning games up until that point? Right. Like, you didn't say nothing. It's like you're waiting for them to fail, yeah. but that Cowboys game did expose some holes that the Chiefs. I don't know if they have an immediate answer for, you know, defending against the run and and, and uh, how easily they were able to pass against the, that yeah. our secondary. I mean, the, that's going to be hard shit to overcome, man. Right, but you're talking about defending against the run is a problem, but you went against Ezekiel Elliott, yeah, yeah, that's right, and Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So it's just you know two of the best guys but, in the game. Yeah. I mean, that's. But that's, that's, that's what you're going to face in, yeah. the, in the playoff situation, though, is those elite kind of – well, we, yeah, for yeah, sure, we'll, the Steelers are a legitimate concern that we might – you won't see the Cowboys until maybe you get to the Super if that happens. I'd love but, it. I'd love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that would be – I'd love it. Even, even right. though I'm a Cowboys fan – I went too fan, far. That was a little too far. Even though I'm a, even though I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan, I, I still love my city, you know. And, you know, I can't say that I love the Chiefs. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't say I love them, but – But you have a respect for them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you like. I got respect for him. A lot of people don't respect me because I'm a Cowboys fan, but You're right. I have a lot of respect You're for right. the Chiefs. You know? I was hoping I was hoping that Ezekiel wasn't going to play that game for sure, dude. You know I what? was like, yeah, that shit was. You know what? When now I found out. The judge I, is playing with our emotions, man. Hey, hey, when I found out he was playing, I cried like it was Christmas, and I got my first bike. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. I was like, I was screaming. My wife was like, what happened? I was like, Ezekiel Elliott playing. She's like, if you don't go on somewhere. She thought something had happened. All right, Woody, you're done now, bro. Go ahead. Like, All right, went, I'm in trouble. I don't want to talk go. about Ezekiel I'm no more, bro. No. Hey, he <laughs> you crying about next, Ezekiel, bro? I don't want to hear that. Six hey, games, though. He's shit, out. You're have fun over here, bro. I ain't scared to say out of shit. Tears? I think we're, we're going to sign that judge, though. Sign what? We don't got to sign that judge. You just took the offensive line. What do you think about the beer so far, guys? Oh, man. I, I really, really like the way that they've kind of structured this whole sampling tonight, like going from the Rock Hill to the Holstein to the counterculture. And the reason why is because every single beer I've had from, from the Rock Hill to now I'm having the counterculture has just been increasingly better. And, yeah. and that's not to take away from the Rock Hill at all. Like the, all of these, literally, like everybody in Kansas City, everybody listening to this podcast knows 
if they have a pulse on the beer culture here, they know about BKS. They've heard about it in some form or fashion. Um, whether it's about the beers or people talking about it and hyping it up too much. No, the hype's real. Yeah. And this is really, really good stuff. I agree, man. Uh, this counterculture is... I, Shit, I haven't is, even gotten to counterculture oh, yet, man. I, I gotta go get it. that. It's good. It's what good. do you think, Aaron? I mean, uh, uh, Ryan? I'm with you. I've only had the... Lock the Rock Hill and Locust, but and the uh, the Holstein, but I really like like this Holstein. It's um, a little chocolatey, got for a milk stout. Yeah, it's really good, man. I think I should pull. Uh, we should pull Aaron over and ask him real quick about this yeah, collaboration, yeah. man. You no, he's just. I'm gonna go grab before a beer he, before he comes over Let's here. See if I could get him to interview. Uh, we're bringing over the Ballast Point uh, head brewer right now. Okay, yeah, right on. How's it going? Uh, so I'm, I'm here with uh, Ballast Point's Aaron. What's your last name? Justice. Aaron, and what's your official title at Ballast Point, man? Uh, I'm the director of brewing for our Scripps Ranch location, which is a, uh, uh, we specialize in uh, more of the um, like collaborations and uh, one-off beers and uh, I generally just a specialty brewery. Oh, right on, man. So what kind of, man, and when I got to visit San Diego, like, I was surprised how much experimental brews you guys have on draft and stuff that's not on market. Like, what are some of the exciting things that you guys have like currently going on in that experimental stage? Or I don't, I don't even know where to start. Oh, okay, yeah, it's that vast think, of it. Think of it this way: so uh, our facility is going to produce about sixty thousand barrels uh, this year. Wow, uh, maybe sixty-five thousand barrels. Uh, just that's amazing. Wow, uh, and we have done over sixty-five different types of beer. Wow. So we've done a Belgian single. Uh, we did a Belgian, uh, or a, a Trappist single, or a Trappist style single uh, with uh, New Zealand hops, uh, uh, Pacifica hops. That thing was awesome. We did a, a double, triple, a quad. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, a Kolsch, a dry hop Kolsch. Uh, we've done a Saison, a dry hop Saison with uh, a block. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't even know where to yeah. start. It, it, um, is it... What are is it? It's really challenging, right, to have that like a such a vast array of beers that you guys are working on at, at a particular time, right? I mean, to me, it seems like a like it could get pretty complicated, right? What are some of the challenges with uh, producing so many different kinds of beer like that? Oh, a lot of times, it's the first time we've ever been used that yeast. Uh, for instance, we made a uh, Sculpin, so we're known for a Sculpin IPA. Uh, that's kind of our flagship brew. Uh, we yeah. we brewed. Um, an unfiltered Sculpin. Which is amazing. A great beer. Oh, yeah, thank you. yeah, awesome. So we brewed that with uh, uh, Sac Trois yeast. So uh, uh, White Labs did a, a PCR or a genetic analysis of their Bruxinellus uh, Trois. And they thought initially that that was uh, Britannomyces, but they realized it's actually a Saccharomyces strain. <laughs> uh, so it still has that pineapple character to it, that fruit punch pineapple character to it we threw that into unfiltered sculpin named it sea raven as a secret code so no one knows really what it is and that's it, awesome and people and people are loving it yeah. i mean it is it is a special beer man that's so cool that you know such a um a big because you guys are you know you guys are everywhere you're such a big uh brewer that that you're able to do all this innovative cool stuff you know and and, and bring that stuff to market. And even, 
you know, unique in what you're doing here in Kansas City. What you guys, I guess, were you guys doing that earlier today, uh, this collaboration brew? Can you talk a little bit about that? It, it is. So it's going to be a blend of three yeasts, and I think one of them is also Sactois. And, um, I, again, uh, we're using mosaic hops. We're using citra hops. Uh, we didn't add them in the uh, in the early part of the boil for bitterness. We added them all in the whirlpool, and it's going to be heavily dry hops. So it's going to... It's going to be really fruity, orange zest. That sounds uh, amazing. Yeah, I love mosaic hops for so. I mean, it's such a. It's anytime I awesome. see them, yeah. We, we call them we call them cheater hops because they're so easy. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's just it's almost like you're cheating. Um, we're going to use orange zest and maybe a little bit of uh, orange juice as well. So it, it, it's just a little bit to kind of boost up those 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 flavors and aromas. What, what's uh like uh. What, what are some of the characteristics of mosaic hops that make it such a special hop? Like, is every usually when I see that as one of the ingredients in a IPA, I'm like, oh yeah, man, I can pretty much tell this is going to be a good IPA. But so, what are some of the characteristics that make it such a tasty uh, hop variety? Well, what's interesting about mosaic, first off, is that it's uh, a dual purpose. So uh, the, the the actual alpha acid in it is about uh, ten to twelve, which is pretty high. So you could use it as bittering, but no one's going to use it as bittering. Uh, the, the the aromas in it are intense passion fruit and guava, tropical fruits, uh, more than any other hop that has been really made before it. So I would say uh, probably the biggest hops that have been made in modern day history, uh, in my personal opinion, are, are Citra and Mosaic. And uh, we're using both of them in this beer. That's awesome. Uh, I would say the only other one uh, that, that's my favorite uh, would be Simcoe. So you and Brian were college uh, friends, or what was the, there's those back, so I keep hearing this, this college backdrop story, and I, I, I don't know it quite well enough, but Sue, can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? And also, um, have you guys been keeping in touch, or how was it that you came to know that he was doing this project? Are you that close of friends, that, or, or what's going on with that, man? I, we did. We Brian and I did... Uh, a decent amount of drinking in college. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> this is shocking, man. Yeah, yeah. You became the head one of the head brewers at, at Ballast Point, and you were a drink, and you drank in college. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. I, <laughs> he and I uh, were were huge advocates of craft beer back then. Even then, then. so what, this, what, this is what's twenty this? years ago. Wow, that's that's amazing. So we we were drinking. What were you drinking? Uh, Pete's Wicked, of course. Boulevard wheat, Sunshine wheat from uh, uh, New Belgium. Uh, uh, Sam Adams, Boston Lager, wow. uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Uh, I remember 75th Street Brewery here in town. Uh, they, they were making stuff. Free State and, and Lawrence. So uh, Free I remember State Honey Brown. Awesome. There was like the Honey Brown. Uh, yeah. There are all these weird uh, beers. And you know, uh, and then a lot of uh, natural light. Did you feel like you knew <laughs> something that uh, – did you feel like it was going to be as big as it was going to get? Like it was just a matter of time before the word got out? Or did you just feel like – you just had this uh, unique perspective that you, you know most people didn't have at the time. Like, how'd you feel about that? Like, I just wanted to brew beer that, uh, or uh, back then, I just wanted to drink beer that I like drinking, and I didn't care if anyone else liked it. It didn't really occur to me that it would get so popular. Uh, but now looking back on it, I'm not surprised at all. Why? Why wouldn't you want to drink flavorful beer? Yeah, it, it only makes sense. Uh, and yeah, I changed careers. I decided to get into the brewing industry because uh, I was passionate about it, and I was sick of uh, 
of doing television. I was in t- I was in Were you really? So you- <laughs> I was in television for uh, 12 years. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a broadcast journalism major. Oh, that's And I, I did not uh, like uh, my, uh, my little da- dabbling in... Uh, I never went into the career path of it because just just going through uh, internships easy. and stuff, I, I didn't enjoy it that much. And... Uh, and one of the reasons why I like podcasting so much is because I could say whatever I want right here. There's not this facade of, uh, you know, it's just a, a weird... Uh, Wearing a suit every day. Yeah, it was not authentic to me. It felt kind of weird. It, it's, and you can't say what you want. Like you it, it, was, it was fun while it lasted. That's amazing. Uh, you know, so I worked for uh, Brian Busby here in town uh, for four years. Uh, and then I moved around. I was doing on air for uh, about eight years after that. And uh, I had enough. I, 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 I still actually have nightmares of... Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. You know, leading up to a newscast, always something would go wrong. Yeah. And you're scrambling. And yeah, I don't think... So like my, the, my nightmare yeah. is this... My, the my littlest tie. thing I'm to throw I'm trying to tie my out. tie, and I can't tie my tie. And, That's and amazing. And the producer's going to my earpiece, giving the countdown. Five, four... And I can't tie my tie correctly, and then I, I realize I'm not wearing pants or it's something weird, you know. What, what's amazing to me is those moments for the average viewer go by like, ah, you know, oh yeah, he kind of had think a, about but it. But for the for the news guy, yeah, like, oh my god, oh, the sweat, the stress of that, like, it's, we totally blew that. That shit was blown, man. Yeah. And then it's like the the guy at home's just like, ah. You oh yeah. Two and, seconds later, it's yeah. Forgotten. You, you look at the tape and you're yeah. thinking, oh. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that bad, but yeah. it feels like the end yeah, of the world. Like, yeah, it's so funny. Like when, they, when you see those videos of people just dropping the F-bomb, on, yeah. uh, you know, it's just like, my, I feel that guy's pain. My I really favorite do. part of the newscast is the the weird banter that they have in between. Oh. That, it never goes well. No. What is up with that? that no. Yeah, yeah, it's just this awkwardness oh, like that one where, like, to like, be where, so Where's that 12 inches you promised me last last <laughs> night? And she was talking about snow, but yeah, it's like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Oh, that is... Just don't had, say anything. It must be some kind of like psychological thing. Everything or, uh, thinks they're a comedian, <laughs> and they're not. Just don't, don't, don't do it. Just don't. Aaron, this guy, he was on radio for 10 years. Oh, wow. Aaron. Oh, he was, he was a, a television. He was in television. Yeah, yeah, I was in TV for the longest time. Yeah, then I was like, I was telling him that you were on radio for, I'm taking Aaron Robeson now that for uh, for 10 years doing sports. I, I really tried so hard to follow in the exact same footsteps as my hero, Bob Barker. You're, Bob you're, Barker. Yeah, and, and I, I didn't quite get there. He didn't go down this path. but yeah. <laughs> The best people in TV usually had a radio background because uh, I, it goes back to that banter. Uh, people don't get the, the audio part of television, and audio is so important. So That's awesome. You know, once you get the audio part, then you can get into the visual part. And, and I, the best people that were good at banter were people that had a radio background. Very cool, 100%. Man. And I kind of hijacked your story because I got you off on, but uh, to kind of circle back to Brian and you guys staying in touch over the years. Yes. All right, yes. Or, or did you? Or? <laughs> we did, uh, absolutely. And he found out... Uh, that I, I changed career paths, and this is about uh, six years ago. 
and he reached out to me and said, hey, I'm really into homebrewing, and he'd send me his homebrews, and they were phenomenal. He'd be like, oh, here's a Belgian triple, you know, what do you think? You know, I, I, it probably sucks, and he's being humble. I taste it, and I'm thinking, holy shit, this is an amazing Because you probably Belgian get triple. lots of samples of, of beers, right? Oh, I, yes. <laughs> I get a lot of homebrews. Like, and, and some of them are, 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 are top-notch, like, this, this is professional. Uh, and I told him, I said, But this is your friend, and you need like, to get yeah. into this. Yeah. Seriously, think about it. And he really, um, and I, I'm not saying that I convinced him. So I mean, you're the reason I, behind BKS's no. success. Yeah, right. No, he he was. I could tell that he was headed in that path. I could see his passion that I had. And I knew he was already there. So he, you know, he's got a supportive wife. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, so, so he's cool. he's gonna kill it. Like There's no doubt in my mind. He is going to be successful. That's amazing, man. That's awesome. And uh, so for you, so you were in college. You went down that TV path that whole time. Were you were you brewing beers? I was home brewing, um, yeah, on and off. I remember when I moved to Iowa. This is over 12 years ago. Uh, a friend of mine had a, a Mr. Beer kit, and the beer was terrible. Yeah, you know, a lot of people start off. I mean, it's yeah. amazing how many people start off with that little Mr. Beer kit. Yeah, man. but, you know, I, w- I will say that the stout kit was good enough we i mean it was, it was negative 20 out i drank the hell out of that stuff <laughs> awesome. i don't care yeah you know I, I'm, I'm not gonna be a snob and just say oh I, oh this is uh you know it's not roasty enough I, I it was good you know and, and then you made it so you're like this is awesome yeah, yeah. and i, I mean, remember it's cool yeah when i moved to uh, redding california uh, i remember going to a beer festival there and this is about 2005 and Russian River was there, and uh, oh, I think man. Russian River was there at the time. Let me think. That was about, yeah, it was about 2005, 2006. Uh, Sierra Nevada, uh, a bunch of other local Northern Cali- uh, California breweries were there. Yeah. And they had their West Coast version of an IPA, and it just blew me away. Uh, and that's when I moved. That's awesome. I moved to Richmond, Virginia, and I started homebrewing. That's when I really started getting into homebrewing. And so how'd you end up uh, in San Diego with Ballast Point, man? Uh, I got sick of winter. I, I don't like cold uh, weather. Uh, you know, I'm, everybody's going to be so jealous when they hear this part of the story, right? Because I already am. It just anticipates, like, knowing where you live. Yes. It's like, like, it, like, why don't we all live there? But it seems that everyone is it's moving It's expensive. It's so expensive. I look at the houses here, and uh, my yeah. wife and I are thinking, man. <laughs> we could have, like, 10 feet. No, <laughs> can we deal with this? Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's uh, – so I moved to San Diego because I was sick of winter, but also they had a good beer scene. Um, I moved there. I went to brewing school. and um, What's I, brewing school? I went to the American Brewers Guild. Oh, wow. And then I got my diploma in brewing from uh, the Institute of Brewing and Distilling, uh, So, which was a royal pain in the ass to get. Uh, but so I was doing that while working at Ballast Point for minimum wage, cleaning wow. kegs. So, so I was this cleaning is truly kegs. A, a passion. Like this is like you sacrificed to to it hope was, to be in this position that you're in right now. Absolutely. I was working That's three awesome. jobs. Uh, I worked nights for a year. Uh, I worked my way up, and Ballast Point just exploded. I got a managerial It's an amazing position. story, man. It was fun. I mean, it was fun while it, during all that, I never thought twice about, oh, I'm working seven days a week. I was just living the dream, man. Yeah. I still am. So you, did you ever doubt it at any point? Like, am I doing the right thing? Or you just, 
did you just keep the faith or like every, every once in a while I'd come home and I my back was hurt and I'm thinking oh my god am I too old for this uh, <laughs> but no I I never I, I kept I just kept on going man that's awesome man hey it's been a pleasure talking to you I don't want to take up any more of your time man but it hey, was no great meeting you man and I uh, before you leave I want to get a picture uh, with you and I if that's cool but We'll hey, man, it, it was a pleasure meeting you, man, and great talking to you, man. Good stuff, sure man. Thanks for and having me. Continued success with uh, awesome, uh, one I'll of my fa- my favorite, one of my favorite beers is, uh, I love the Habanero Sculpin. Oh, I nice. can't get enough. I know it's not the, it's like uh, love-hate with a lot of uh, folks, but for me, man, I really love the Habanero I love regular Sculpin, but, you know, that heat and uh, some of the, it's all my, like, uh, um, Mango salsa or something like uh, like uh, oh, you know, it, it's based off of mango salsa. Is it really? Oh, absolutely. Well, there. There's, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's what I get from it when I tell you. I'm like, this is like an awesome mango salsa. Yep. But it's, if I tell people that, they kind of you know you got uh, a lot of people haven't had that. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's true. It. That's right. It's 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 amazing, and uh, you know, there's a certain kind of strange fruitiness to uh, habanero, and it yes. just accentuates it. In, in the sculpin. That's one of the weird things about habanero is it, it's so hot, yet it's masking this tropical fruity flavor. It's, a, it's like a really juicy pepper, yep. but the heat kind of like drowns a lot of that out. But it, on its own, if it didn't have so much heat, it would be one of the most popular peppers that you could get for sure, man. Oh, it is. It's and, strange. And co- cooking with that beer is awesome, too. You know, you, you, you make a reduction with it and make a sauce or drizzle it into salsa. Yeah. It's money. I love a lot of uh, uh, Ballast Point beer. Another uh, new favorite of mine, obviously the unfiltered Sculpin, but the the, the Blackberry Sour Wench came yeah. out phenomenal, man. Just that was, really dig that new, beer. We built a, a facility just to make sour beers. So that one came off the line. We sent it to GABF and it won silver yeah, the first time we entered it. That was another uh, was crazy. validation of what I thought of that beer. When I saw that, I'm like, sweet. Because it had already been like uh, maybe a year, year and a half since I'd had it. And I was like, this is one of the best new beers that I've had that's come out. Yep. And then seeing that, you know, that award, I was like, wow, I guess it, they really were onto something. You it, know? It's a really cool beer. And, and yeah, we've been for brewing sure. it uh, forever. We were, we were doing that kettle sour. The thing is, we're the company's founded by home brewers. That's awesome. So we've been, so doing, ke- doing, we've been doing kettle sours yeah. in San Diego for like... For 15, man. 20 years, man. And, you know, even a classic uh, pale ale like Grunion yep. is, is still like a, 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 you know, some of those beers that are just underappreciated that you should revisit. If if you haven't had a Grunion in a while, man, grab you a canned version of that. You know, it's amazing beer, man. It, it is. What are now, some of your favorites from your guys' uh, line of beers? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, uh, we, we have Piper Down here, uh, which is our Scottish ale. I know that's a boring beer, but it's yeah. it's great. Uh, I'm not going to deny I like Manta Ray. And that one, Gold at GABF. Uh, that's Simcoe and Citra. Uh, it's all uh, hot burst at the end. There's no caramel malts. So it finishes super dry. It does not taste like a double IPA at all. That's awesome. Uh, it's just it's clean. Uh, it's beautiful gold color. Uh, that, that's an awesome beer. Uh, you know, some of the other stuff I like... Um, we don't really package, you know. We make it Russian Imperial style. We make a yeah. double bock. Um, I've seen some of those, like when I was at the, uh, like you know, some of the the barrel aging that you're doing with some of the stouts. Are we going to see some of those come to market? Yeah, we soon? are. Uh, right now, we have uh, almost 1,200 barrels 
filled with beer. Uh, and so our, our sour facility is also coupled with a barrel aging facility. Uh, so we're, you're going to see a lot more barrel aged beer coming from Bowser. And I can't wait, man. Uh, High West Whiskey oh, out of yes. Utah. Uh, Which we, was, you know, did you try the Lagunitas Westified? No, no. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, I think that was that, that was High West too, right? Or, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so, uh, well, I mean, it up. came out amazing. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, excited we, about that. We have Victory yeah. Seed in uh, High West Barrels, and that's going to be bottled, and it's going to be distributed. So you nice. should be able to get that Man, I, I can't wait to yeah, uh, try like barrel, that, Yeah, barrel aged dark beers, this is, like, one of the best. And I'm not just saying that. Oh, man. It's, it is, like, the best. Awesome, so man. So good. I can't wait, man. That's so amazing. Well, I'll let you get back to having a few more beers and uh, trying yeah. out some of the stuff you guys did. We got Ballast Point beers on online over here, and we got some uh, BKS offerings. And so, cheers, man. It was great talking to you, brother. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah, Take thank it easy. you so much, Aaron. Appreciate it, man.